Welcome to the Indian Food in Europe podcast hosted by your favorite foodie and Indian food lover Darpan Sachdeva. We discuss here the situation and future of the Indian food in Europe mainland and UK. Please sit back and enjoy my episode today with Arun Sharma. He is the proud owner of the Indian restaurant Delhi Heart. in Bournemouth UK His restaurant is situated in Bishopond district of Bournemouth and boasts of serving some quality Indian food to the community locally Please sit back and enjoy my episode with him Delhi Heart in Westbourne uh, in Bournemouth town and uh, you, it's a great pleasure to have you here with us how are you today i'm 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 good uh, thanks for having me uh, darpan it's uh, it's a pleasure to uh, you know uh, have this conversation with you uh, well I, i'm probably more humbled uh, by your uh, description i'm not such a big a man but yeah uh, thanks thanks for the introduction uh, you're most welcome you're most welcome and it's uh, uh thank you for uh, giving us time from i know you're a you're a busy entrepreneur and uh, moreover because of the log- lockdown times right now uh, all around the world and especially in uk we have uh, huge demand for the outgoing uh, deliveries of food and caterings and all so the pressure is more and i know it must be a busy time uh i would like to ask you arun as an entrepreneur how long have you been in uk living i mean uh, when did you come from india uh, it's been uh, 15 years running uh, darpan uh, i came to this country on a work permit to work for one of the hospitality uh, chains of a den mm-hmm. and uh, uh, it's been 15 years going 15 years now so and you had the basic education in uh, you're from delhi right uh, i'm from delhi yes. so in the education and all you had in delhi only yeah let me give you a little brief uh, i i uh, all my schooling was all over india my dad was in uh, a company with uh, uh, in the construction field he was uh, uh, one of nowadays we call it call them hr managers okay. so he was one of the hr managers for a, for a construction company so we used to travel quite all around india mm-hmm. so or i could you know make friends we used to move to a new school uh finish my schooling from delhi then i went to uh do uh, my hotel management in india to pusa there is like a, a ministry of tourism affiliated the hospitality courses yeah uh, we call them hotel management uh, the the uh, governing bodies in pusa right. so i did my years of uh, hotel management from there then i uh, started my job working in hotels and uh, i did my graduation uh, in uh, tourism from indira gandhi national open university okay and then i came to uh, england uh, so what did uh, you do uh, what did you do in the indira gandhi open university there's my bachelor's because my uh, gra- the hotel management was a diploma courses okay to increase my uh, academic aptitude for mm-hmm. higher study mm-hmm. i had to do bachelor's So it was like the Pusa, the Pusa Institute is, I think, on the Pusa Road. Yes, on Pusa. Yeah, because Road. I have uh, I have also background from Delhi, 
so i can uh, correlate to it so it's pusa right pusa road the management uh, school uh, hotel management yeah I, i remember we used to uh, you know from our batch also when we finished the school a uh, lot yeah. of um, my friends also applied to this so it was pretty difficult to get admission into that uh, it was a cutthroat competition that time i, I remember i would say uh, this you know if i was to put in terms of uh, academic competition yeah uh, you know the science people they give all these doctors and engineers exams yeah uh, it and uh, yeah exactly commerce people they'll probably go for their commerce or do the ca or whatever and arts Absolutely. people would probably go for of you know finding professor jobs going all the way to the ma or masters or whatever they do yeah but defense and hotel management are two cadres where all three streams apply to get an admission okay there's no bar So that means the subset that can get into hotel management is is a vast number of people they apply right. for it yeah. and all over india at the time when i got through there were only 2000 seats so oh my god so i mean out of out of 20, population of 1.3 billion people 2000 places so let's say i don't know it must be in millions right uh, millions of people applications are there and you were one of the lucky ones and the intelligent ones i would say that you got selected into that right i don't say much but i have had colleagues who've done their masters and then they came to do the hotel management after that so you yeah. finished that and then you went to Inter- indira gandhi international open university right that's yes. uh, and what did you do there uh, i did my bachelor's in tourism my my graduation in tourism four years i did uh, studied okay. in uh, did study in uh, igno uh while working so it was okay. a correspondent thing so i used to do job and then i used to attend like classes and mm-hmm. do exams and write write assignments for the graduation i finished that in 2004 i think okay so that was uh, the, that was the tourism education you had and yes. uh, so after the uh, um, uh, bachelor's you moved to uk right after yeah. that Yeah, I was working in uh, uh, one of the Delhi hotels as a assistant front office manager. Okay. So, what was the like, hotel? Uh, it was uh, the Metropolitan Nikko. It's a, a Japanese conglomerate. Uh, you know, Japan uh, JAL. They have hotels and they have airlines. We right. call them JAL. Okay. Nikko Hotels is the, the the subsidiary trading name for uh, Japan Airlines. They have right. hotels in Far East, pretty much. Right. In in India, that was that was their first venture called Nikko Hotel Delhi. Nico so hotel that's yeah. where I was, that's where i was working when i was head hunted to work for uh, a hospitality a uh, few hotels in uh, london they have like they had few properties in london they have few properties in bournemouth as well really at the, at the sign yeah wow so i joined an operations manager hmm. for five years so that brought you to uk basically they they organized my my work permit to work for england based so on that my that started academy. your journey in uk and you always had the passion for hospitality and uh, food industry and uh, like yeah, uh, right yeah. from the day one yeah i mean uh, i mean i i can, i can imagine in old back days my my dad used to every weekend used to cook for us and that was like feast you know we see him cooking all the time dad, he's a food lover dad my dad yeah. wow yeah, that's good. i mean believe me when when uh, he used to cook uh, breakfast for us he used to make one big aloo paratha and that all three of us are fed with one paratha Really, <laughs> he, 
like you know bulk it finish it and done a kind of thing but believe me that was awesome those days we used to feel hungry quite a lot then you know yeah. uh, having said that it was it was one of those memories you know uh, where you can feel that you're passionate for food absolutely absolutely being, uh, in hindu family you know food is uh, uh, quite a bit of a love thing right so you and i think that was the basic reason why you went into the hotel management so uh, like you but, you were close to the hospitality industry i, I, I did uh, yeah yeah i would say so it was in india you can understand it's it's whatever you get in india is such a big competition that you know whatever you get your way the first thing first come first you just do it mm. with, and uh, you're lucky if you you know you find your passion there uh, so it was for me it was like win win situation either way right yeah you were already had the passion for it so yes. fantastic so you came and you started you worked for the first 5 years in london and uh, or in vermont uh, no i i i started in uh, london but uh, i moved to uh, bournemouth thereafter because they had one property that needs taking care in bournemouth so okay. i joined them mm-hmm. uh, and i worked mostly most of the time i worked in uh, bournemouth only with or at times went to london for you know few things here and there meetings or whatever so, and this you know, this is the this is which year we are talking of this is from 2006 to 2011 12 the four five years there so you were you were bachelor all this time 2006 to 6 to 11 or you uh, were married that, already no no i i i i was at balviva i was wow. married for young <laughs> child marriage I was, yeah <laughs> i was 23 and a half when i got married uh, how much 23 and, and half yeah wow very was, good uh, 2001 yeah yeah that was an early marriage So when you came to UK, then you came with your wife immediately, or like you brought the family later on? No, actually, I started uh, by uh, you know it was just myself to see you know where I land my feet, what I do, if actually that kind of company already exists or not. Because you know all those times, uh, UK was like uh, you know even beyond dreams to say the least. So I was not sure it could be a scam, it could be something. If I in case it's not the right thing that what I've aspired it to be, I have to come back. You know, moving with family. both in terms of uh, money perspective and uh, you know trouble obviously it was obviously and uh, moreover back. you must be having you must be having a child by that time 2011 uh, I had, my my daughter was two and a half when i moved in here yes two and a half right yeah two and a half, and a half. Uh, my elder daughter was at the time when i moved to england right so where was so you brought the family later on after couple of years living here months months a couple as of I couldn't have lived without my daughter. Yeah, I mean, I you mean, you got comfortable, and then you got uh, confidence that everything is fine, yeah. and yeah. you have, I mean, like you have a dear, uh, stable job, and uh, yeah. right, you plan to bring them in. It was it was it was absolutely stable job. There was no issue whatsoever. Uh, finances were reasonable. I could have, uh, you know, I, had, I I took a property on rent in Bournemouth, and uh, uh, the first thing I did was to call my uh, family, tell them that I have accommodation sorted for them. they are my dependents so they are legal to come to the country absolutely and, uh, from that uh, we uh, my my salary was optimum uh, for family support as far as you know the points and all are concerned so i think in uh, i came in in april 2019 no sorry a- april uh, 29th of april 2006 29th mm. of april and i think in august i uh, my family was here lovely and uh, your wife is also like uh, she's uh, also from the same background what you have studied 
or she uh, had... not essentially no uh, she's got, she is uh, a masters in uh, literature from oh, she's uh, from uh, the arts side okay arts really. background and uh, she's a masters uh, for in english uh, literature and also a graduate in english literature okay so that so, that makes her i mean she must be in the the fish in the water when she came to uk <laughs> i mean being a uh, being a um, i mean uh, the uh, advanced graduate uh, in english language literature she must be feeling quite comfortable isn't it in fact she was she would she had uh, you know better opportunities coming to the country in terms of uh, she also did earlier education back in india hmm. that time in india there was a big uh, massive uh, intake of uh, nuclear families so there were a lot of pressure on uh, right. young kids to, right. be, to be yeah. you know uh, like a crash or you know yeah, it started in the uh, end of 2000 yeah, so that, that was the test of the of the start of this earlier education jona she right. did her earlier education training as well professional from india so when she came to england she it was finding job was so easy because earlier education in england is mm. just as potentially uh, bioint just as in india so she was like you rightly said fish in water first interview job done really wow yeah. so things were different yeah at that time i mean like now the things have changed i think quite quite a yes. lot uh, we we worked all the way along till uh, of late 2017 both of us were working you know it was like a, a i mean i'm a science student so i'll put it up that way that like was a sodium potassium kind of in a chemical people mm. who bloody chemistry they yeah. know they both have iron c1 when sodium goes in the potassium goes out Right. <laughs> so that's how it used to be at home when uh, with the kids. Like when I used to, uh, I used to have afternoon shifts in the hotel because I, I was evenings are busier for hotels as you can appreciate. Right. So I used to start at three o'clock and she used to finish by you know four. So I used to drop the kids with her at three o'clock, go to the work, and yeah. then she used to finish by five, bring the kids home. Right. And this this continued till two thousand seventeen. Almost. That's how it was. and this was all in bermont or in london in bermont yeah. i had my i had my job where i've been moving to uh, since after 2011 i left uh, uh, the the prop the you know the organization that i was talking about and i moved to different properties like holiday in juries in i worked for these uh, bigger bigger hospitality corporates in uh, south down south okay in fact my biggest assignment was uh, a 270 bedroom property in southampton Okay. Be from South Coast as a deputy manager. So you were taking care of the properties, like a settlement yeah. of the tenants there, or like uh, I don't know, what was your it like uh, responsibility? More of kind of the house uh, uh, job, Darwin. Uh, more of it was uh, you know have uh, custom face, front of the house. All right. So it was like on the management side, basically. Yeah. On uh, on the, on the, yeah, I would say like you know department head sort of thing. Got it. So I was managing accommodation for them. So we have year 2017. You are working. Your wife is working. You have a daughter, right? She's five years old by that time. Oh no, she was uh, she was at least 14 that time. She was old. 2003. She was, she was 14. Okay, and you have another another kid now by this time. Yeah, I have uh, two daughters and a and a son. So by 2017, you had two daughters and one son. Yeah. yeah. Lovely. and they are going to school you are studying both of you or you are working both of you yeah. and uh, so how is delhi hard born then well uh, yeah that's an interesting one we were you know always looking to see what more we can do in terms of uh, you know prosperity exactly 
both financially and also for the reputation's sake. You know, uh, uh, whenever we see an immigrant family comes to any of the West nation, the first thing they can do is bring culture to that country. True. So, uh, being from third world country, I think uh, uh, I realized when I was living all along here, uh, there were 40 Indian restaurants, but I don't like the food. There's there's a serendipity that I I, I crave for our, our own uh, dal makhani. Yeah, and I love that. I said, yeah, I said, you know what? I need dal makhani. I can't survive without it. Back in India, if I was to enter my coffee shop when I was a hotel manager, any daily it, yeah, any daily it. Any time I go there, I mean, they would know they'll have to order a butter naan, a dal makhani, and a rice pie, default with some salad. Arun will not take anything else. What which restaurant was that? Uh, it was Bukhara. Bukhara in Moria. Yeah. Moria. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, I would go there and have my dal. That was that, that was the dream come true. Like once a month, I'll be there. The lobby manager of uh, Maurya Sheraton was my colleague. Okay. Yeah, must you must be having the, the same network. Yes. Right. So obviously, after management training, he moved to a different property. I moved to a different property, but I knew he was there. So once a month, I used to go to Bukhara. But you know, I used to go and enjoy dal dal Bukhara there. We call it dal Bukhara. Actually. Dal Bukhara, correct. Yeah. So I I was uh, quite uh, craving for it. I asked one of my friends who've been here long enough. You know, I need to have this dal. Wherever in UK it is, you tell me, I'll I'll go there and get it. <laughs> <laughs> so I went someone said, this is the oldest Indian restaurant, this and that, very nice posh. You go there and you can enjoy it. I said, right. okay, fine. I, I took, uh, you know, I, I think I was driving then. I'm not sure. I drove to all the way to Dorchester, I think. Went there. Do you do dal makhani? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. No problem. I said, yeah, bring it on. There. No problem. With Indian some, with it was an Indian restaurant? Yeah, well, I would not name it, but yes. Indian, right. Uh, okay. they, mm-hmm. they made this yellow dal. Hmm. And add a lot of butter in it, call it dal makhani. Oh my god! <laughs> so that's that is, that is that, business food. Pili dal. This is the, the, the final nail in the coffin. No, no, so that's the reason why I opened the restaurant. But yeah. I knew how much uh, of uh, you know uh, gap there is when it hmm. comes to true Indian food and what we know as Indian food in England. Okay, so that is, so. Sorry? So, uh, this happened. Delhi had happened then. So the the cravings for the good Indian food, uh, and 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 then you you saw the opportunity of it in the market. Exactly. And uh, people for demand for it. Yeah. One one there was a one distressed business sale on the market. The guy wanted to just you know go out of it, and we helped him out. That's it. But the so business it, of him. So you started your restaurant in 2017, basically. Which yeah. which month was that? It was in, uh, we, we started talks in uh, 2016, roughly in July and August time. Okay. By the time the lease and the deal finalized and everything, his exit and my entry was planned. It yes. was in 2017, February. Uh, I think it was beginning of, one, one month was overlapped just to understand what's happening. And 1st of April, I think it was uh, uh, our financial year started as a business. So you started on the 1st of April, 2017. Officially, Officially, the the restaurant started uh, operating. And what what what? Why Delhi Hut? Why did you choose this name? Well, because you, know, you, you uh, belong to Delhi, right? That's why. Yeah. Yes, that's true. Uh, what happens is. Uh, and your wife as, is also uh, from Delhi. Uh, yes. She's also from Delhi. Okay. She's from Delhi as well. Uh, there were two reasons for it. Uh, one thing was, uh, you know, uh, it is a different sort of thing. Uh, and it was close to my heart. You know, when we were uh, 
management trainees in uh, Vasant Continental. I started mm-hmm. my career with the JP Hotels mm-hmm. as a training manager, management trainee. I, I don't know whether which term is more acceptable to your audience. Yeah. And we were like batch of like 10 people who've been entered the hotel in operations. We were, we were moved around. So it was like a mini college sort of thing. And all right. of us used to get together, take up buy motorbikes because we did not, could not afford cars that time, but we had motorbikes. We used to right. all go take up motorbikes, choppers or whatever you call them. Right. Different, different sizes, different, different CCs. And we used to go to Dili Hat in Chanakya Puri and enjoy right. the street food there. Right. So that, that was the thing which you exactly. was in your mind. So I had memories, fond memories of Dili Hat. Dili Hat in Chanakya Puri. In Chanakya Puri. Yeah, that was and good actually. I've been also there. I mean, that, that's a... Every place. Yeah. So, and we thought, you know, uh, there is no one close to that place. And we thought, you know what? Dili Hat is the place. And literally the meaning of Dili Hat is actually an open air marketplace where people can enjoy food in Dili. Correct. Correct. And heart is, you know, like you have uh, in older times in uh, uh, country fellows would have hearts where people used to go together. They, they get there for uh, marketing, stuff, barter, food, frivolity, festivity, music, you name it. Performance right. arts. The mm. so heart was like a, like a fair. Correct. Okay. And Delhi is like a colloquial name for Delhi. Even if I put Delhi, people would be like, oh, I know it's an Indian restaurant because it's Delhi. But Delhi is very inquisitive. And I tell them this is the colloquial name of Delhi. <laughs> yeah, you have made it D I L L I, Delhi, Delhi Heart. Yes. Yeah, that's uh, when we are going to put up the links and all to everything to your restaurant mm-hmm. and for the audience and for the people. Uh, yeah. But uh, how how was it when you started it? What was the first experience when you started the? Well, it, it was just you know thrown into deeper waters. We haven't done business ever before. I have seen operation and operating restaurants from an eagle eye of, you know, a manager, uh, wherein I was only concerned with numbers to be fair. Right. Uh, obviously their uh, performance in terms of their customer index and whatever you call them, you know, to make sure they're performing their, their uh, KPIs are met. Basically the restaurant managers who report to me should have their KPIs sorted. Basically. Uh, I knew the basic operations, but it was like, you know, both of us were into deeper ends. Uh, the, we make a very conscious decision of since I was a sole breadwinner of the family, uh, I carried on working because my, my professional capacity was higher at the time. So I, I commercially higher to say the least, if not academically higher. Uh, uh, so I carried on with the job and Garima took over the business. She left her job. So okay. business was her baby and I was uh, giving her guidance and operational uh, help as and when she needs it. Okay. So I had the eagle eye view on the business. And she was running day to day. And still, that is what the case is. So you're still having, you're doing your job? Yeah. You're still into the job? Uh, yes. So you're still continuing with the same job where you were doing? No, same job. I have moved jobs. Uh, I've moved to a different industry now. Okay. Uh, but uh, because, um, I mean, I, I when it comes to being in South, I've achieved what I could have achieved in terms of I was... I think the last I, uh, position I had was a general manager of a property in uh, South Coast. Reasonable property. But then I thought, you know what, I, unless I make my own hotel, I can't go any higher from here. So my Very professional good. aptitude was pretty much dead dodo. So I moved to retail. Okay. And so now you work for, a, for retail properties? Yeah, I work for retail sales uh, and retail sales, increasing uh, revenues for uh, uh, high street retailers. 
What company do you what company what company do you work for? The company called Gadgets for UK. They have uh, mobile stores in down south. Uh, they trade as different uh, trading names like Phone World, I Accessories, and stuff. Okay. So I I have few stores under my remit. Uh, sort their sales out. That's so what you're, I you're taking. You're taking. You're the you're taking care of the sales there, basically. Yeah. So I just visit the store whenever they're going down in sales. I, I help them out to you know, uh, people person pretty much. You know, I, if there is a problem, I just fix the problem, make sure you know basically they get their basics right, and and make sure they achieve their sales targets. What's your wife's name? Garima Sharma. Garima, Garim. So Garima, uh, 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 she is. uh would have been very good to have her also on the podcast as uh, because she's the real owner of the restaurant you are uh, you are you are a back end basically so uh, we will we will we'll do we'll do a second part of it in the year, uh, times ahead and we'll have her it will be a honor to have her because she is the person who is uh basically the doing the yeah, she's an absolute soul of the business uh yeah that that was i i i have no no denials there we can do round 2 of that so how was it like you at the back end uh, giving a suggestions and she taking care of the operations experiences were good you had lots of clients immediately coming in well uh, it was uh, it was uh, i would say we were very well received by the local community mm-hmm. to say the least uh, westbourne is is a very very uh, uh, we realized only after opening it's yeah. it's a very good place to to uh, do business uh, because people are very very receptive of new businesses and okay. i think that was that really did work in our favor a mm-hmm. uh, lot of people were uh, uh, this you know uh, one of my colleague was also saying you know arun either you've been very brave or very foolish with this very thin line because you've got the most established indian restaurants as your neighbors so uh either you're very brave you know your game or you've been very foolish you didn't know any any well that right. you actually have the restaurants were established for 40 years 20 years 25 years to say the least three of them and i just said you know what a man's got to do what's man got to do absolutely very true and, uh, it worked well i have i have i have uh, because i knew uh we were a different we have a different product line altogether not in terms of names of dishes but the very essence we uh, the way we cook our food is absolutely different because it is it is different to i would not say one is good one is bad because that is for people to decide but it is different and your experiences are good yeah so the i mean the i mean cut short the, like of your initial experiences when you started your wife was very happy with it right you were having good number of customers coming in there was there was no 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 issues uh, on 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 those fronts uh, we have had our uh, lean patches i would not uh, deny it but i always say that you know the the essence of things are in going on just you know things will change so long as you make little progress at a time right little steps at a time eventually everything will fall in place you will have hurdles all you have to do is do the next thing right that's Correct. that's love that love that love that so uh, 2017 you start we are in 2021 last year we are going to remove the last year basically has gone to the dogs Absolutely. right um, the whole world is suffering because of that but so three years solid years you were serving the community here in westbourne with an authentic north indian uh, food 
from your restaurant, right? And you were growing slowly, slowly as you started. You had more and more influx of customers coming in, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, like I said, you know, uh, uh, we we had we had uh, good. Because there is there is, a, there is a pretty well competition there nearby where Delhi Heart is there. So Absolutely. those yeah. So there are other other restaurants also. So it became a hub. So anybody who wants to have Indian food, they come to West Brom because there are five right. restaurants. They bound to get a food. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and I think we were like, like I said, it were very well received and then word of mouth never, uh, we just made our presence uh, felt in terms of uh, opening our pages on Facebook TripAdvisor to say the least. In fact, to be honest, my TripAdvisor page was done by one of my customers. Wow. After working in hospitality industry, I so knew that TripAdvisor is a double-edged sword. It could make you and break you. So I was a bit hesitant to, you know, uh, get there, but my, one of my customers said, "You know what? I I was so happy, so I I made your page and I left a review." Fantastic! Yeah. What, yeah, what more you need, right? As a, a hospitality yeah. service provider, if your customer does that for you, I mean that's the, said, that, that's the spot. It. Yeah, and he 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 said, that, "You know, Arun, you you can't go wrong with your product. All you have to do is just carry on what you're doing. Do not let your standards fall." And food is my my core competence. I love food, and I love you know making people eat nice food, and and I can see the satisfaction when people walk out. Very rarely I have had people walking out that were not happy. They were not happy uh, with a bit of food. You know, uh, there is always people who would probably grunt because they didn't get their food on time. Yeah. Or they didn't have a table. Yeah. Or they they, they waited too long for their curry, which is probably. Uh, it's a better place to be in hospitality. I rather, you know, buy from someone who's busy than someone mm. who's waiting for me. Exactly, absolutely. And that the mantra. So I guess uh, things were, you know, it, it always boils down to our customers. You know, they 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 made us what we are. I mean, True. I would know. I would probably falsifying saying, "Oh, I did that. We did that." It is all our customers who made us who we yeah. are today. Even see, if, it's, uh, uh, I think it's uh, two sides of the coin. Uh, yeah. You will have customers only when you are giving a value to them, right? So if if I mean if you were not having that value, you won't be having the customers to support you. So yeah. it's like it's it's your work is also which needs to be applauded here that you have <laughs> jointly done and provided a value to the society, and now that's the reason the society is giving back to you. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you for the compliment. No, no, it's not. It's like it's always like that. No, no customer will come to a place where he's not satisfied next time. So, I mean, you are doing that, giving that value to the people. You know, then I'll say, I will say, Almighty is kind on me. Shankar ki That's very true. That Bhagwan ki Almighty is always there. So, you had. What is the future plan you have, like with your like your three years into the business, four years now? What do you think the uh, the growth? What we gamut? have is very 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 difficult to uh, uh, process engineer because what we do is more of an extempore. Okay. It's it's like uh, every day you come in, the 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 spices are fresh and every time it tastes a bit different. So it's not your regular bog down curry that you can industrialize, multi, you know, bulk cook, freeze it, reheat, and give. Correct. It, it this uh, restaurant is a boutique finesse of cuisine. 
it is not something that can be engineered easily can be engineered but not easily so being in the industry for almost i started my career in uh, uh, 99 to say the least so i'm right. i'm i'm about, about 20 uh, good 20 21 years of uh, hospitality in me ingrained Uh, this whenever i will open which i have i have in plan plans in mind is when i have the right team right people i will expand which would happen roughly in a year's time i have had a few uh, job interviews and i have had few people who are uh, interested to you know join me fantastic so i have to find like minded people once right. i find like minded people then i will uh, definitely look in for expansion uh which is on cards but i will never ever compromise on my food never ever sorry do it, i will not do it sorry what did you say never if i can if i cannot do it i would yeah. rather not do it because delhi heart is believe me or not an established uh, brand right if i compromise with my with my with the uh, brand value then uh you know it would it would probably be falsifying and if it was uh, something like a process engineer thing like uh airline kitchen or something you know you can engineer it and you can make it do in bulk then i'll be all for it but i don't think what we cook here is that and that is what our customer appreciate because they say you know what arun your bhuna is always different your kadhai is always different i don't know why but i do i, I always feel like i'm having the same curry but it's it's got different flavor i said we have about 17 20 different spices in indian and when the chef is cooking and putting spices sometimes one takes over sometimes the other one takes over yeah it's called you i mean it's very difficult for uh, our english mind to understand that it is called a nuksa that you take it with the hand and you spray it every time and every time is different you know andaz you call it andaz in hindi they don't, yeah yeah they don't know it but they appreciate it. yeah i mean that's i mean no i mean i was uh, we had uh, uh, in my in our podcast uh, creative curry girl from west ham she is selling she's a english woman she's selling yeah, um, yeah. frozen food and yeah, she knows that. she has lived in india for i think uh, uh, all together over i think a period of over 5 years she yeah. has been traveling and she she's traveled even last year and she knows all these you know i particular indian things the andaz andaz is basically you throw the spices from your predictions what you think the chef thinks is good and that that gives a different taste on every time the food comes onto the table yeah? absolutely Just, yeah, diversity, so something diversity is the is the core uh, uh, crux in cuisine uh, indian cuisine and uh, anybody who says that he's mastered everything in indian cuisine is is like saying you know you know how how deep the ocean is Absolutely. and you measured it you've been there so right. i i probably would be an oxymoron to say you know uh, it is a learning curve and it's always will be every time we cook we can cook different but we could never cook perfect true so long as uh, people really like it and they love it is uh, is everything is uh, acceptable i would say what are the five best dishes you would recommend from your restaurant Well, uh, okay. uh, if I don't, like you, I mean, if you were like you had to, <laughs> I know for yeah. for as a parent, all children are same. They're all your babies. But what is the best? Say, yeah. Volume-wise, let's let's say a customer's perspective, not my personal, but I would say a customer's 
quite like our uh, uh, butter chicken butter chicken okay chicken korma chicken tikka masala uh, dal makhani is quite a favorite since mm-hmm. uh, the inception of the restaurant that's your favorite uh, right that's what you made you people have, people have appreciated the story i've told them <laughs> it's, it's 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 like the story that that uh, of dal makhani all along which i've told you yourself right and uh, uh, they they said oh is it then i want to try what is it and then they tried it was like oh my god i've never had anything of this sort before so it's an it's a complete experience one day i was talking to my mom and said mom kya bana rahe ho you know delhi she is still in delhi so she's like a baigan ka bharta bana rahe maine kaha oh that just i had a light bulb moment oh, so you, you know what you you included that into she yeah. said go oh, no 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 nobody in the restaurant eat baigan bharta i said don't care i eat it yeah you just make it so i asked him to make it couple of times till he get my mom's taste i asked him to do keep doing keep doing when he got my mom taste i was like you know what hold it there and could he oh, get could you he get you can experiment you could like, get your well, mom's taste almost well not close but at least you know close enough close and now. then i put it that's the fifth favorite i guess now whoever eats it oh i want the aubergine dish you do aubergine like, okay. dish right yeah, because it's aubergine so like we have we have we have the the on the top of the list is uh, butter chicken then you have uh, i mean if somebody had to come to delhi heart who doesn't know anything he has come he's new to the town and he goes for indian food and he looks at the delhi heart so butter chicken is number 1 then you have chicken korma you said you are you would yeah, these are benchmark dishes i would say people kind of have it every restaurant so when they try it in your restaurant they see how different it is basically so they are best sellers to say the least right i mean i mean best sellers but you must be proud of them right selling these best sellers Of course. So, so yeah, that, it is butter chicken, chicken korma. Number three, you said is dal makhani. Number four, chicken, number four, chicken tikka masala. Chicken tikka masala, and the fifth is your aubergine bharta, right? Bharta. That's your, uh, I would say, like uh, your flagship dish. One of turn around, yeah. One of turn around things wherein uh, you know I could I could actually bring to uh, customers something which they never had before, and they appreciated it. and uh, yeah it was it was one of those dishes uh, you know like uh, you uh, arun you are from delhi you must be knowing there are a couple of places uh, not couple there are many of places like that where you have a small restaurant i don't know you have heard of it there is a place in patel nagar where uh, the guy is a sick guy he may, he opens his shop somewhere in the mid time like like you open your restaurant afternoon and he closes in 5 6 hours and he is selling only biryanis and yeah. he, and he has got a special recipe and people uh, order in advance i mean he has got a whole lot of orders you know or uh, or a vendor selling a, you know this pani puri yeah and people come from all over delhi to eat into or haldiram you know haldiram stores you go there to eat just because it's haldiram right yeah so basically um, uh, people get used to your taste your food so yeah. that's why they come back and back you know all the time absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. and they and they have cravings you know they once and they said you know what i was holding my my health diet and all for a whole week sunday i will order delhi hat no matter what <laughs> sunday orders right and you are doing deliveries also right you have deliveries now along, so yes. we solved the dana even uh, with the restaurant operations we've always delivered food that's why it was not transition for us because a lot of businesses struggle because they were restaurant only Right, and when all of a sudden started delivery, they had hard time pitching, and uh, the infrastructure was not there. It was more of a surprise, 
but we've been delivering food all along uh, uh, you know our operations since 2017 so uh, it has been an established takeaway brand just as much as a restaurant darpan got it got it what is your advice as a food opener or we have, i mean it will be more uh, more appropriate to address it to garima uh, but uh, you are also a part of that uh, what advice would you give to your customers and listeners in general in context to the indian food as a as a cuisine well like i said it's an ocean to explore you never finish with it absolutely absolutely yes that's it's an ocean to explore that's very true i mean you go from north to south east to west every state every region every 100 kilometers you have a different uh, the same chicken is cooked differently the same meat is cooked differently the same vegetables are cooked differently also and, you know to put it in perspective uh, cuisine is a big word right one recipe can feed so many families in india just yeah. one recipe so getting one thing right and your life is sorted my friend okay. in india especially like you said biryani guy he doesn't have to do anything else okay. his life is sorted his family life is sorted whoever you know if he's got the customers everything is sorted True. so it, it's yes. a vast vast uh, uh, things it's it's a okay, vast Aaron, ocean uh, it has been a, a great uh, honor to have you and uh, thank I you guess. very much for your time and uh, thank you very much and uh, I look forward to talk to you in round 2 with garima next time i hopefully and yes, definitely we we'll look forward yeah. to have more of great food coming out of delhi heart and uh, you giving your services to the community in westborn and in vermont in general thank you darpan for having me yeah, i wish you all the best to you my friend thank Take you bye bye a lot yes. bye